0: Sports Call can now be heard on Amazon Alexa devices. Open the Alexa app on your iPhone or Android and tap the menu icon at the top left. Tap Skills and Games in the menu and search for Sports Call Auburn. Select the skill, then tap Unable to Use. You're done. All you have to do now is say, hey, Alexa, play Sports Call Auburn and you're listening to Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show. JJ Jackson inside the studio with Brooks Childress and Brant Daughtry. And we are so thrilled and excited to go to our Auburn Bank phone line and bring on the voice of the Auburn Tigers. Andy Burcham is kind enough to join us here live from Omaha as Auburn gets set to participate in the College World Series. They'll play on Saturday. Greetings, Andy. How are you?
1: I'm well, J.J. How are things back in, uh, on the plains?
0: Uh, incredibly well. It's definitely the portion of the summer where it's hot and sometimes you question life decisions to walk outside. Uh, but, uh, no, we're doing really well. Tell us the atmosphere there in Omaha.
1: Well, Auburn just uh, was was practicing, and right in the middle of practice it started to rain. Oh, man. So uh, the, the the obstacles in front of this team continue to, <laughs> to uh, mount, Uh, But uh, Auburn was able to get on the field at Charles Schwab Field today, take batting practice, take some infield. It started raining when Sonny was in the batting cage, as a matter of fact. And then Sonny DeShera, Cason Howell, and uh, Carson Skipper joined uh, Butch Thompson in the uh, press conference room. And uh, and Coach Thompson then finished it about uh, 15 minutes ago and now back at the team hotel. They they, – they have a barbecue that will uh, that will take place at Creighton University today. And then uh, they will uh, parade down to Charles Schwab Field uh, at 8.35. And then there is an opening ceremony with all eight of the teams tonight at 9. So that's the schedule for the rest of the day for the Sovereign team.
0: Absolutely outstanding. What kind of temperatures are we expecting there in Omaha, Andy? Uh,
1: not quite as hot yet as it is at home, but temperatures are getting warmer with each and every day here, and uh, they're expected by by Monday to be in the upper 90s, low 100s. So, how imperative is that for Auburn to win Saturday night, so they play Monday night instead of Monday afternoon, just from a temperature standpoint? Here's the big difference here, uh, as compared to being at home, is the humidity isn't as uh, oppressive. Okay, as it is at home. It is, uh, and especially in the evening. The, the 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 humidity drops considerably, and there's been a nice wind or a nice breeze here that has helped. But it is over the weekend. It is expected to be hot like most of the rest of the country for the weekend.
0: When you obviously we look back at this Auburn team and they've been able to participate in two of the last three College World Series with, with 2020 not having one of them. I mean, was there a moment where you thought this 2022 team could get there to Omaha? Or, uh, or are, you, are you really surprised about this run they've been able to get on? Uh,
1: yes, and yes. Um, <laughs> when Auburn went on the road and won back-to-back road weekends or road series. When they won at Texas A&M and then won at LSU, that was the first time I thought about this ball club on the field that they had the they had what it takes to, to win tough games in tough environments. And then, you know, listen, coming out of Kentucky, uh, there wasn't a whole lot of good vibes with how Auburn played in those four games against Kentucky, the three in Lexington and in that first game of the SEC tournament. But Auburn went back to work and scrimmaged and got better. And their offensive approaches changed dramatically in the regional. And although Auburn didn't put up the 51 runs that it did in the regional, at Oregon State, remember was playing, Auburn was also playing the number three team in the country on its home field, and and that bunch of beavers can pitch it. But Auburn, you know, scores seven runs on Saturday to win game one. They narrowly lose game two, 4-3, and then find a way to win on Monday by the same score of 4-3. to three. So, uh, yeah, I guess to a certain point, I guess I'm a little bit surprised because especially the way the season ended – but I am not like the, the horde of media and talking heads that felt that this Auburn team didn't deserve to host a regional just because of those four games against Kentucky. You know, uh, and, and lighten us a little bit and take a look at the whole season resume rather than just the last four games of the resume. And there were still teams, there were still people surprised uh, that, that Auburn made it out of its own regional. As a matter of fact, there was a writer in Oregon that that said Auburn's regional was a yawn fest. Well, I thought you were supposed to win by as many runs as you possibly can, <laughs> rather than struggle to beat New Mexico State and then beat Vanderbilt by a run, which Oregon State did. Uh, he, he, he found a way to look at what Auburn did in that regional and try and make that a negative, which is just stupid. And, uh, and then Auburn went out there and beat them. He was sitting in front of us, by the way uh and the uh, outside the press box at oregon state i don't think he thought that was a yawn fest when auburn won two or three
0: <laughs> andy uh auburn's going to pitch joseph gonzalez in their first game they're uh, going up against Ole miss auburn played Ole miss earlier lost that series two games to one but joseph gonzalez did not pitch how much of it an advantage is it uh to have gonzalez on the mound for this game when they haven't seen him before
1: Well, I I think it's an advantage just when Joseph's on the mound, regardless whether a team has seen him or not. That's how good he has been for Auburn this season. Yeah, I think it's an advantage. But Ole Miss is a little bit different, too. Uh, Ole Miss is not starting. The starter for Ole Miss was a reliever against Auburn. So Auburn will have not seen this guy in the current role that he's in on Saturday night as well. So there's a lot of question marks going into this, I believe. And this Ole Miss team has certainly put it together down the stretch. I mean, listen, this is an Ole Miss team that was forgotten about about the last third of the season. And then they put it together. And they, they swept LSU down in Baton Rouge. And and they have been playing extraordinary baseball since. And they go on the road and win the Miami Regional. And Miami, I think, was a top five national seed. And then they go to Hattiesburg and not only win and sweep southern miss in two games they shut southern miss out 10 to nothing and five to nothing so these are two very hot teams that face each other on saturday night it should be a terrific matchup of sec squads where of course there's four sec west teams here and don't forget there's two more teams that are joining the sec in oklahoma and texas that are also in this field
0: andy when you look back at the at the this past weekend auburn is up in corvallis uh, you, you talked about Joseph Gonzalez and starting pitching there. I want you to talk about the bullpen work because that first game when Trace Bright kind of got hit around in that first inning, and the the Oregon State crowd cheered when the when the guys ran out to the bullpen. But then it was it. it I know. So I described on Twitter is the Oregon State fans were cheering their own demise because the bullpen was just lights out all weekend. Talk about what you saw from them.
1: Yeah, they weren't cheering at the end of that game, were they? No. <laughs> after, after, after that bullpen shut them down. And it wasn't just Carson Skipper and Blake Burkhalter either. It was John Armstrong and Chase Isbell. And all of a sudden, that what we have seen from this bullpen, I, and I think that's one of the biggest improvements of this team, is the last third of the season is the depth, the added depth of Auburn's bullpen. Whether it's a Chase Allsip, it can be your second closer, Certainly Carson Skipper, certainly Blake Burkhalter, or a Carson Swilling, or a John Armstrong, or um, any of the guys, um, Chase Isbull or Chase Olsen. Take any of those guys. Look at look at Brooks Fuller. Brooks Fuller's last five outings, he has not uh, he's not given up a run, uh, and so all of a sudden he becomes an important possible piece to this team. So I think that's one of the biggest improvements of this team, is what that bullpen has done and added depth behind Carson Skipper and Blake Burkhalter.
0: And then, Andy, I'm, I'm going to give you a sentence. We asked this earlier in an earlier interview. I'm going to give you a sentence. When I say Auburn's not in Omaha without blank, who are you filling in that blank with?
1: Or Blake Burkhalter. If, if, you're, if you're giving me one player, uh, I mean, you could say it about Sonny Deshera. You could say it about Cason Howell. You could say it about Brody Moore. You could say it about Nate LaRue. Look what he's done since he became Auburn's uh, starting catcher in that Texas A&M series and how he has controlled the running game of everybody that Auburn has played. But I, I think this, and I asked Bush Thompson about this earlier in the season, when, it, listen, a year ago, Auburn won all of those, won, lost all of those one-run games. And that was enough to keep Auburn out of the picture of any postseason a year ago.
0: Chatting with Andy from the voice of the Auburn Tigers. Sure, I cut you off there, Andy. Continue.
1: I was just going to say when I asked Butch Thompson what's the difference, and he said two words: Blake Burkhalter. So if you <laughs> if you're if you're going to if you're going to take it down to one guy, Blake Burkhalter.
0: And the head coach is probably somebody good to listen to in that regard. Andy, as, as we get set for the College World Series, and you've got some time there in Omaha before Saturday. They've got action that will be played all day tomorrow. Auburn doesn't have a game on their schedule, however, with their portion, their side of the bracket there in Omaha. In these travels, you get to spend a lot of time around the team, around the coaching staff, and, and kind of be immersed there in the Auburn baseball world. So explain to our listeners, explain to Auburn fans, why in the world was there a Bad News Bears jersey on the field as all the celebration is happening? All of a sudden, Coach Buttermaker was making an appearance with the Auburn baseball team.
1: Yeah, which version of that? I mean, I think that was the old school Bad News Bears, by the way. <laughs> the, the one where Tatum O'Neal was the pitcher. You know, Walter yeah. Matthau was, uh, was Buttermaker. Uh, at some point, and I think it started probably when this team found out that it was picked last in the sec west and so it knew that it would play with a chip on its shoulder this year so auburn is bad news and at some point brody moore said they found that bad news bears jersey on the road somewhere and it was very expensive well they figured out and they ordered it and so that is the rally squirrel the rally monkey the rally armadillo whatever you want that that is auburn's version of that and so that that Bad News Bears jersey, with and I can't remember what what bail bonds is on the back of it. Help me here. <laughs> you know that that is that that is with them for every game. It hangs in the clubhouse at at uh, at Plainsman Park, and it's with them, I think, in the dugout on the road. And that's why Butch Thompson decided to put that jersey on, and then he got dunked with with water after the game on uh, on on Monday night. But bad news is the mantra of this team. Auburn is bad news for its opponent.
0: I love it. And the, the breakdown, you hear them say bad news, and uh, yeah, it's certainly something right. to rally behind.
1: Well, uh, it, it should. A lot of people have rallied behind this team. I mean, we saw, you know, listen, Auburn set a, an attendance record this season. Not only in that, that regional, but period, on the season. Uh, imagine how tough tickets will be to come by next year. And hopefully, know, one day soon, we're going to see more more seats in that ballpark and some some other opportunities uh, at, the, at Plainsman Park in the years to come. Uh, what Butch Thompson has done, I, I see this all the time, guys, when I go on the road and I speak to various alumni groups or touchdown clubs or whatever. I believe Bruce Pearl has done the greatest, one of the greatest coaching jobs in Auburn athletics history, regardless of the sport, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't think that Butch Thompson is too far behind him with what he has done with a program that was a bit of a shambles when he took over it. And when he took it over, after fall practice for that first season, and now he has won three regional championships in the last four seasons. He has won two super regionals, both on the road, both at places where that team had never lost a super regional at home. North Carolina in 2019, and Oregon State this year. And he has this team back in Omaha. Remember, Auburn had been to the, to the World Series in 1967, 1976, 94, and 97 until 2019. And now he's returned this team back in 2022. So I, I think the job that, that Butch Thompson has done is remarkable. Uh, for this Auburn baseball program and I cannot wait to see how this team matches up against Ole Miss on Saturday night at the Charles Schwab Field
0: I'm totally in agreement with you there last one for you Andy always kind with your time and appreciate you being here with us before uh, you get on to Omaha festivities for the evening and the start of the College World Series this weekend tell us Andy what does it mean to be able to have Brad Law there with you on the mic and and to be able to bring the coverage that you're going to have for Auburn fans this weekend I think we've lost connection there with uh, with our buddy Andy Burcham. I'll tell you one thing. I have loved being able to listen to those guys together uh, over this entire season. And it's just outstanding to be able to hear those guys working together.